You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to Warcraft Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Match Those Buttons, covering all things World of Warcraft classic and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazin' Bob, and today we're joined by Mel, aka Melarina. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Doing good, doing good. Oh, we're also joined for the very first time by YouTuber extraordinaire Metagoblin. How are you doing? Hello. <laughs> Oh, man, we're so ex- excited to have you on the show, man. Tried to get you on the show a while back, but we crisscrossed lines, and but we, you finally made it, so you're here now. Yeah, no, no definitely my bad. That's <laughs> uh, all right. It's all right. All right, so um, just here at the top of the show, um, I have a kind of a sad announcement to make, but he wanted me to let you all know because we've been having a lot of questions about it, but... Unfortunately, Ryan, a.k.a. Yip, is leaving the show and uh, tried to talk him out of it, but he he's just not feeling it for the moment. Um, told him that his spot's always here, so maybe if you reach out to him, maybe he will come back. Uh, but uh, yeah, for now, he is no longer part of the, the main cast, and we wish him farewell, and we're going to miss him a ton. and. Yeah, it was kind of was was kind of sad. Cue sad music. But on to happier things. We are. I want to remind everybody we do stream this live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Blazinbob. It's B L A Z Z I N B O B. Usually Friday or Saturday, but Fridays or Saturdays. Saturdays oftentimes when we have people from across the pond, like good Metagoblin here. Sometimes we have to do that because our normal start time is way too late for them. Oh, so we're going to go through a couple reviews and then we're going to do what, what we've been doing in WoW lately. Uh, raid progress is almost nothing because it's just basically on farm, but we do have a little update. Then we're going to go through the news and then at the end of the show, as always, with a new guest on the show, we're going to get to know them and get to know a little bit more about them. So that being said, uh, I guess I'll take the first review, Mel. Is that okay? Sure. All right, so it's titled Dungeon Finder is Awful. Love the podcast, but I am writing in to say that I quit retail at the introduction of Dungeon Finder. It made the the world smaller and way more toxic than ever before. It removed the sense of community and the need to build friends lists of people you enjoyed playing with. If they bring it back again, I'm out. This isn't some some mobile game. It's an MMO. Keep the auto grouping functions as far away as possible. So he definitely has strong strong feelings on this. I think everybody has some pretty strong feelings on this. Uh, I, I I'm still like seventy thirty in favor of it. Might even be moving more to sixty forty in favor of. It, but I'm still kind of in favor of it. The one 
I just don't want looking for raid. Like looking for dungeon, I feel I still feel it's okay because especially if it comes in halfway through because you can't get anybody to run anything with you later on. But Metagoblin, what do you like what's your thoughts on uh looking for dungeon? <laughs> you know, open that can uh, of worms right at the beginning, huh? <laughs> I think it's a it's a bit of a double-edged sword, isn't it? It's in many ways it's a good thing and in many ways it's a bad thing. I think it's like the one the first nail in the coffin for World of Warcraft not being an MMO anymore. Um, but it's only one nail. I think like if Dungeon Finder was in Wrath, it wouldn't be the absolute end of the world. And but like if they continue to make it worse and worse and worse by adding like raid finding in Cataclysm, then yeah, that would be definitely not not a strong move. I think there's there's better ways to do it. I think they should just add that pre-made group finder um, that we have in retail. Just add that instead. I think everyone would just be be happy with that. There you go, Bob's your uncle. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love it when you say Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, see, it's just like everybody seems to frame it as like it's either one way or the other. It's awful or it's the best thing since sliced bread. And I feel like it's such a complicated topic and. There's so many things where I'd like, you know, I like it, but I'd prefer it be your server only. Like, I'm pretty, like, heavy on that, you know? And I, I understand there's dead servers, and, you know, maybe you make it so a certain time hits, and then it searches other servers, or I don't know. And then, yeah, the whole, like, getting kicked, you know, fast. I know there's lots of ways that they fix that later on in retail. I've heard about, like, if you 3Q, then you actually need a fourth boat to kick someone and things of that nature like but it's still just kind of like kind of makes the, the the world smaller and yes i know warlocks like i know you can summon at the stone but there's still two people that have to go do it like it's it's more complicated than everybody puts out but it's been one of the most polarizing topics i've seen to date in classic wow so far yeah not a lot of people with willingness to change their opinions on this topic. So I just and they get very clear. some people get very angry when you even talk about it. But we've talked about it to a, a nauseating extent on this podcast over the last few weeks, and I'm sure I'm sure Meta Goblin over here has talked about it and kind of wants to just like not talk about it now. So let's, yeah, that's true. Let's just go ahead and move on to the next review. All right. This is from RNDM. My Monday morning podcast. What's going on, Reloaded Crew? This has been my go-to Monday morning podcast for about the last year or so. Played WoW up until Kata and then quit for like eight years. Then found Classic was a thing and I fell right back into being quite the sweaty casual. Very much enjoy your banter and news updates, although Yip needs to take a chill pill once in a while. But what can we expect with of a raid logging tank? Smiley face. Anyways, keep up the awesome podcast. Thank throwing, you. Throw some shots at Yip. See, you feel bad mm-hmm. about that now, don't you? Because he's gone now. No, <laughs> but I don't think that's why he left. So I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't look too much into that. He's just, you know. He left because I'm so much better than him on the podcast. He just couldn't take it anymore. He was just like, "Man, Mel's just really outshining me. I should probably." Cut my losses. That is probably the reason. But you know, if you want to ask him why he left, you got to reach out to him and ask him to come back. So, 
Yeah, that's that's where it's at. But uh, what has everybody been doing in WoW lately? What about you? Let our guests go first. What have you been doing? Looks like you've been doing prep. Um, I raid a couple of nights a week on a on a warlock. Uh, and I've also recently been leveling a warrior to level seventy, which has just been absolute pain and suffering. Um, the only way I was able to even manage to not want to uh, dive boredom was doing it with my friend Nick, um, dual leveling with a you know a, a priest. So my, my plan with that is just to get it raid ready, basically. And I'm really massively regretting not playing Warrior from launch because it's like the most fun I've had in World of Warcraft for a very long time. It is. It is a blast. Like, and I'm bummed. Like, I'm bummed because I play Lock too. That's my main. And I'm getting really tired of just one button. And it's even worse now because you don't even do, you don't even do, Immolate. You just seriously curse and shadow bolt. And I'm wishing that I would have just, you know, got sat over and over again through phase one and two on my on my warrior, and then be sitting pretty now in raid raiding as a warrior. But I, I would have got sat a ton, just like everybody else. So I don't know. Yeah, that's the reason why I suffered also through playing Demonology Warlock um, for a few for a couple of months. Just because you actually have like an actual rotation, like the Affliction Warlock, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not allowed to spec that spec anymore. My raid leader gave me a slap on the wrist, so <laughs> yeah, back to one button Warlock again. Well, I'm actually yeah. So uh, for what I've been doing this week, I've still been like we had the uh, we had the season of our arena end. And on my warrior and my rogue, I had saved up all of my arena points and banked honor. So Tuesday morning was like Christmas for me. I bought like a full set of season three gear on both of the tunes, bought weapons, got it all enchanted, gemmed. Like I just went, I just went, like I went from being. You know, season one geared on the rogue to now season three geared. It's a huge jump. When my warrior was okay geared, but he was like not. He was still the the prior season with like one piece of, of season three. Now he's got everything. So I'm feeling pretty good on that. I've been uh been just doing a lot of farming gold and stuff, getting getting ready as we're gonna need a lot of gold start of wrath. So I've been really trying to. Get that worked up, and then speaking of warlock, um, I have to go back and do now my duty as affliction lock. Not next week, but the week after, I'll be going to affliction and probably be that for either the remainder of Sunwell or if somebody decides that they want to try it out. But basically, I had promised long ago that I would do it, you know, till the end of the expansion, and so now I'm getting called on that. Uh, on that card, so I'll be going back to Affliction, so at least it won't be as boring. But I definitely won't be seeing those big, those big numbers pop up. But it should be pretty cool. It should be pretty cool. Mel, what about you? Uh, yeah, I've just been raiding. That's pretty much all I've done. We did do ZG, and I finally got my bear mount. Yep. Oh, like I did too. One. Yeah. <laughs> Mel and I were the last main in each of the groups to to, to no, get their bear. Other. Oh, okay. In in your group? Yeah. So luckily we switched 
groups prior to running it because I definitely would have beat you because I saw you rolled a seven and I rolled a 99. So yeah, I was the only one that rolled. Yeah. But that's about all I've been doing. Um, It's been weird in raid because we have another holy priest right now. And just certain things that I don't usually have to worry about, like who I put my shield on or (laughs) like when I'm doing things is like really throwing me off because I can't always put my shield on because they have weakened soul because somebody else put it on, but there was nobody else to put it on before. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're doing, I think we're trying to like, we're trying to figure out how we're going to get seven healers, you know, come Sunwell because it's a big jump from five and all of a sudden it's need seven. And so I don't know, is, is, is that guy somebody, somebody knows, or is he just a trial or I don't even know. I haven't asked anybody. Or is it like somebody who switched far? mains? I don't even know. I don't think so. I think it's somebody new, but I don't know. See, this is where Yip always comes in handy with like, <laughs> oh, you know, being an officer, he knows all of that info. We're going to have to speculate a lot more now. Or maybe Stoof will be in chat to to let us know from time Give to time. Give us the updates. Yep. Um, as far as raid progress... We had the best raid of the tier this last week. It was crazy, too. It wasn't forced. Nobody was harping on anybody to hurry, hurry up, get there, get fast, you know. It was just like a chill raid, and we just freaking flew through it. Uh, We did have to stop at Mother, but we did BT and up to Mother in well under two hours. Um, So Mm -hmm. we would have had a a for sure under three-hour clear. We had to stop at Mother because uh, our rogue that needed the other glaive got banned, and he wasn't going to be back until an hour into Thursday's raid night. So we <laughs> threw him a bone and stopped at uh, at at Mother. But throughout the entire BT and uh, Mount Hygel. Tuesday and Thursday, we didn't have one wipe, I don't think. Not one on trash or... We wiped on Mother. Did we? Twice. Oh, yes, yes, we wiped. Because we tried to do it without shadow resist. Yeah, we and tried no shadow. Closed, but the second time, we didn't have um, heroism. Yep. And so... I mean, both times were, were like under 20%, I think. Like, But just yeah, like I mean, we were bad closed. RNG. We technically didn't wipe because we reset, but we basically wiped. Yeah. So okay, so I guess yeah, we had that one, but then we threw on our our um, shadow res and s- destroyed it. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, because we didn't have it. We were waiting on the rogue to get un to get mm-hmm. unbanned. <laughs> but yes, but I mean, how much damage would he have really done? Right? No, I'm kidding. True, yeah. was a rogue. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, IADD, he's our other rogue. He's got both glaives. He's been destroying it. Like, I mean, like one of the top damage across the raid. And it's like so interesting to see how different Rogue with Glaives is. It's just nuts. So yeah. maybe once, you know, if he gets that other that other one and gets the set bonus, maybe it'll be good. Uh how did how does you said you raid uh you 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 raid on your lock. How does how good does your guild do? Like is it like a like a one night clear guild? I don't even know. Um, yeah, it'll clear. Well, I don't want to clear the whole of it in one night. Well, I think raid. I'm in raid two. I'm in like the the B group. 
so I don't normally get invited to raid one groups, but I think I think they clear it all in one night. We've sometimes. we've only recently been clearing it in one night, and usually our one nights were like five minutes over, twenty minutes over. It's just like this would have been. We've only had one one like under three hour clear night, and that was not last week, but the week before, maybe I don't even know. But yeah, we're kind of sweaty casual. We're not like crazy crazy good, but pretty good. Happy with where we're at. um, Somewhere when it launches, like straight away. We are. I don't know how well we're going to (laughs) do. We've kind of like, you know, we were one of the guilds that, you know, within a month had, uh, you know, had had both killed Vash and KT, and a lot of guilds couldn't do that. But supposedly this is a lot harder. And we kind of. A few weeks back, kind of had to get our butt kicked by the officers a little bit because we'd become kind of complacent because BT and High Joe was so easy. So, a little worried, yeah. but with last night's raid, I'm feeling, or with last week's raid, I'm feeling a lot better because it really looks like we're coming together quite nicely. Yeah, anything else on raid? Mel, did you have anything else? I don't think so. I think, I mean, it was it, pretty much the same stuff over and over again now, right? At this point, we're not really struggling with anything. Nobody stood on boxes. So that was a bonus. You know, we didn't have to worry about that. They still remind us every single time because, you know, if they don't, somebody's going to, for some reason, attract you a box and stand on top of it. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I feel like everything went smoothly. Yeah. It was I think a long time it was, ago. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was just, it was super chill and easy. Like, it was great. So, why don't we move on to <laughs> time for the news. All right, so first off in the news, the Ar- the Arita season has ended and if you're listening to this on Monday, you still have one more day or two more days. No, one more, you have today to get your discounted uh, season three gear for your current Arita points. Um, as of Tuesday, those points will get moved to honor at a rate of 10 of one to 10. So if you have 1K Arita points, you'll get uh, 10K honor. So be will be will be wary of that and definitely try and spend that while while you can. Uh, what else? Oh, tier tier six tokens are now ex- exchangeable for season three gear. Uh, so this is your tokens from Black Temple and Mount Hygel. You can now change them in for season three gear. And I think I think this is a change that came in during Sunwell, but I don't think it was at the start of Sunwell. Do you know uh, Meta Goblin? No, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was, I think it came in like sometime during Sunwell, but I don't think it was, uh, I don't think it was in right off the bat, but uh, you think it's a good thing? Um, yeah, I mean, I've always liked how that kind of like bridge between able being able to like gear up for PvE or PvP when you exclusively do either one, like when that's like shortened is nice because you don't want to like, start at rock bottom do you like oh i want to do pvp for a little bit you don't want to start a complete rock bottom grind battlegrounds over and over again and suffer through that with no resilience gear for ages 
Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. And at the start, I'd be, thank yeah, God they changed it later. Right? Yeah. Like you just won't do it. You're just going to be like, well, I just want PvP. That's fine. <laughs> yep. Yep. But like the, the one argument I have heard from a lot of PvE people, which there's a lot more of them than PvP people, but heard of them complain that now it's going to be harder for them to get their, their tier six. But I mean, honestly, like those have been getting disenchanted constantly with us. I don't know about the majority of people, but I think this is only going to affect your alts. And running in GDKPs is where it's going to be a really big thing. Like the price of those tier tokens will probably go up because PVPers will be running GDKPs just to PVP gear, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much easier it's going to be to get a token versus get the points you need to get the gear you want. I don't know. Yeah. You and I, now, right before this, uh, Metagoblin, you were PVP in uh, Alteric. Alteric Valley, but is it something you really mess with all that much? Um, used to be a very hardcore PvP back in Mr. Pandaria days, but I've not really given it ma a massive spin in Classic, to be honest. But I think I might do, obviously, when uh, Death Knights come out in the next expansion against my main class. But uh, no, I'm just doing it at the minute to get PvP weapons. Yeah. Because obviously you can get some, like, tier 5 level weapons just by suffering through bgs for a few hours yeah it was it was crazy when i worked at my rogue i worked him up it was right after the road to rag challenge came back to tbc i'd kind of been raid logging and just doing hard hardcore i came back worked at my rogue to 70 i went from having the fist weapon you get from uh ring of blood to having both season one weapons and like the jump from that was just absurd it was just it was going from like 60 some dps to 90 some dps it's just like okay this is definitely different yeah it's it's really cool to work up alts now and be able to 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 you know get that that pvp gear and now you can get the the merciless gear for honor and you can get the gladiator gear for like next to nothing which is really cool. Um, uh, young Pone in chat asked if the random battleground system, if we think it'll be out in pre-patch, if we think it would shake up the meta. Oh, that's a good... Or is that just like you queue for any battleground? Yeah, and you would get a bonus for doing that. I forget what the bonus was. It might have been a daily. I think it's a daily that is the... This could be completely yeah, wrong. It's daily, then it reduces a little bit the second time. It's like Call to Arms, but constant. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I hope I I hope that's in from the start. And yeah, it'll get it'll definitely get people to play different ones. But I mean, right now, like, it just makes the most sense to do Alteric of all like Alteric Valley over and over again because it's just such fast honor. Whereas the other ones, you just don't get a lot of bonus honor. That. That is something that will change in Wrath. Like the bonus honor is a lot different in all the different BGs. And you actually get more honor for, uh, I don't know if this will be at the start, but I assume it will. But late in Wrath, they were giving you, you, you were getting bonus honor for guarding, say, in a Wrathy Basin. Whereas you, right now it sucks to guard because you're not getting any kill points but someone's got to guard or you're not going to win. You know what I mean? Like, so 
I'm always stuck guarding as a rogue, and I'm just sitting there like, someone come attack. But yeah, there'll be a lot of changes in um, Wrath to how how that works. But we'll talk about that then. Uh, something that that they did, they said that changed, but it didn't actually happen Tuesday when it was supposed to. But they said that they were going to change the arena points calculation. So it would reduce the disparity between the high ranks and the low ranks. So you'd basically get more uh, uh, arena points. And the lower you were, the more of a boost you would see. Now, I got exactly the amount that I was supposed to get. So it didn't happen Tuesday. But I hope it's something they do have fixed going into actual season four. And then the last thing. So. This is something that's been broken since, uh, like, it's been broken all through the uh, the um, the PTR. But for some reason, the the items that uh, now require rating, which is your boots, your bracers, and the ring, for some reason, their marks cost had been shot back up to the R the original mark. Us. Like the boots were back up to 40 Eye of the Storm marks. And uh, they're, they're, they're not supposed to be like that. So they actually came in and fixed that, that bug. And so that, that bug is gone now, luckily. Um, now you can get, uh, until it rolls over Tuesday, on, tu- on Tuesday, you can get the Season 3 off pieces for no marks at all. and cheaper honor so if you haven't gotten bracers or boots i would get those now because the season four ones will be the only ones you can get tuesday and they will be locked behind a r a arena rating so if you don't you know if you don't have them yet you definitely should probably grab them just uh just because you're gonna have to get something to get them later and then yeah i think that's it for the uh the arena stuff and then season four starts tuesday so it'll be interesting all right next what good luck to everybody going in season four yep it's gonna be a good time season four should be fun they're adding uh they're adding gems now for our uh our arena points and unlike the bg ones the honor ones are unique equipped but the ones from the arena vendor are not. They're just like the same ones you buy for badges uh, at the Isle of Quildenas. Cool. All right, so the next piece of news, and it's not really classic-related, but I wanted to talk about it because it looks kind of cool. Blizzard finally uh, announced their their mobile game, and it's an action strategy game in the Warcraft universe called Warcraft Arclight rumble do you uh check this out better Gavin? yeah I did, I did a little bit um i'm not really like moaning about it as much as other people i don't i mean it's a mobile <laughs> game and it exists i mean it's not the end of the world i think it you know potentially could bring a lot of new players to um or new young players to world of warcraft potentially which i think world of warcraft needs badly yeah i don't think like if you want like world of warcraft to kind of you know, keep surviving. We need we need some young faces on the block. I think 
So maybe it'll help with that. Yeah. Like back in the day when we were all raiding, you know, had 16 year olds jumping in and all that stuff. I don't I remember the last time I, you know, I obviously came across somebody that was much younger. I don't remember. It's a classic, though, so maybe that's... Yeah, I don't remember the last time I ever got in a group and heard a squeaker. Like, I've just not heard one in classic, I'm I'm fairly sure. So, they were definitely prevalent, you know, the first go around, which was funny because all the good guilds just wouldn't let them in. Like, that's why you have all these guys that play classic now, and they're like, yeah, I didn't get to do the content because I was 12. And it's just like they didn't let younger people in. Oh, man. But yeah, so this is a game. It kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, not not the Clash of Clans, but uh, Clash Royale, where you're kind of like dropping characters down. You've got like they fight through stuff, but it looks it definitely looks like it has its own take. I'm actually kind of interested in it and going to check it out, depending on how bad the pay to win mechanics are we'll decide if i keep playing it because usually those games are pretty pay to win it's pretty atrocious but are you gonna play it at all i think well you can absolutely guarantee that there's going to be some kind of mount reward for downloading the game or something (laughs) oh you're probably right probably right i didn't even i didn't even think about that yeah i remember Having to play, uh, what's the, the MOBA? I had to play the MOBA to get skins in Overwatch. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. I don't know that. I remember just being like lost. Like, okay, I just need to play for two hours, right? Yeah, I do not understand that game at all, but fine. Yeah, I just don't know MOBAs. I used to play quite a bit, actually. I thought it was one of the best MOBAs I've ever played. I've heard that from a lot of people. It's not very popular. Mm Mm-mm. I just never got into MOBAs, so when I tried to play it, I'd be like, what? I mean, I could play it okay, like, but I had no idea what was actually going on. All right, well, but I th- I think it's going to be okay, and I'm kind of excited to check it out. I'll let you guys know whenever I try it. And the last bit of news is Sunwell Plateau coming out May 12th. So patch days... Tuesday the 10th, and then May 12th, the the uh, Sunwell actually opens. Like, what, what do you think about the timeline? Because a lot of people keep saying that this was too fast. I always felt that, that like, stages three and, f- or, uh, yeah, stages three and four were going to be combined in time just because of the ar- arena season. But do you think this is too quick? That's a, like, tiny bit too quick but not immensely too quick. I don't know. I feel like and it could just be the guild that we're in. I just feel like we're all very bored with BT and Hydro right now, right? And just kind of going through the motions. There's still things that people need from those dungeons, though, so maybe it is a little too quick, but I'd rather them err on the side of not losing a bunch of people who are just bored and then don't come back when the new content comes out. I don't know. Like, I'm not super excited about Sunwell either. Like, I'm kind of excited about it, but I'm really excited for the Isle of Quiltadas because I'm talking about gold. I've got three characters. I'm just going to be able to do that on every day. And the gold you get from that is quite is quite a bit for a really short time. So I'm actually excited about that part. 
I'm not because Bob's going to make me log on daily and do my dailies. And right now I don't have to do that. <laughs> and he just gets me gold and gives it to me to gamble. Yeah. Do you gamble in game? <laughs> oh, never. I never, never in real life or never in game. Oh, yeah. I don't gamble it's kind of in running life, rampant in games. It's kind of fun. But I only do the little gambles, so I never really make out real well, right? I only do like the two to three hundred gold gambles, and then they do like one in 5k, and I'm like, whew. Okay, so a few things to note. Basically, they've come out and said you're still going to have to unlock the island like you did prior, like with the, the, with the dailies. But unlike the original release of, of Sunwell, where they slowly released bosses... I think it was three, two, and then one to get them all out. They are all going to be available at launch. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I don't think it needs to be time gated. You don't think so? No, it would make the world first race pretty stagnant, stopping and starting every time. Oh, true. Yeah, true. There would probably just be three world first races, though, wouldn't there? You would think. Yeah. Yeah, that that that, that would put it a little weird. The only thing that I I worry about is guilds. Like if it was, you know, if they did stagger it, it would have given people a lot more time to go back and do BT and stuff instead of mashing their head against the Sunwell content. That's the only thing that I could see would have been a positive for it coming out staggered. But I think it's okay that it comes out all at once. It's just, you know... For some of the guilds, it's going to be a little rough to uh, start to to start with. Yeah, but I mean, I think you can still go at your same. You can go at the pace that your guilds is able to go at, right? Instead of some people rushing through the first part of the content that they put out, and then it's just repetitive, and then they put out a couple more. I don't know. I figured it would all come out at once. Yeah, I think a I think a lot of people thought it would all come out at once. I was just curious to see. Also. I don't know how long it's going to be, and they have said that there's going to be a, you know, like a pre-nerf part, and then they're going to do a post-nerf part at some point. So it would have really shortened the pre-nerf part for the bosses that came out later, I guess, you know? Yeah, give us a shot to do it on pre-nerf. <laughs> Anything else in here that we can see should be pulled out and talked about at all? Oh, the the new five man dungeon well, will be out as well. There's a mount you can get in there, which is pretty cool. There's also some pretty cool pieces, like just epic pieces that drop in heroic. Unlike the other heroics, it looks like every boss drops epics instead of just the last boss. I can't There's even... also no attunement for oh, good Sunwell, point, which is nice. Yeah, what they said that, but what was the attunement before? Was it just, was it just rep? I don't know that there was an attunement before. Yeah, I don't think there was one. Hmm. I feel like if there was, it was just rep or something, and people had to do the. And technically, there is because obviously there's the gated event that has to actually be completed on the server, like a smaller version of AQ forty event. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's it, really. Yeah, where the island opens up, and you get the different vendors. I don't like. I forget which which uh, which vendors come first. I can't. I also can't remember when you're opening up the different parts of the island. I know it was based on people doing 
doing quests, uh, doing the, the, the daily quests, but I feel like you got it done and then you had to wait till server restart on Tuesday before it actually took effect and you got the new parts of the island. I don't know if it was opened up right when you did it. Because if it's opened up right when you did it, the mega servers are going to have the entire island open in one or two days, right? But if it's gated, I don't know how that's going to work. And if you can work past, if you can work past, like, each stage, because if you can't, then that'd mean you'd have to wait for each, so it'd be a, a few weeks before the whole island's open. So, kind of curious about that, but nothing in their writing kind of says, like, how that's going to work. So you can't fly in the Isle of Kaldanos? Is that true? No, I'm pretty sure you can't. I don't yeah. think, yeah, no, you can't. There is a bombing quest where you get to fly, but I mean, you're Sounds. on rails. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty small island. If you could fly, I don't, you kind of, I don't know, kind of defeat the purpose of it. There. All right. So and then the last bit of piece, the last piece of news on this is just the rating re- requirements for the brutal and brutal gladiator and guardian gear. So, Prior, it was only shoulders and weapon that that required pers- personal rating. That was two k for shoulders, eighteen fifty for 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 weapons. Now they still cost honor, but it's going to require rating for boots seventeen hundred, rings sixteen fifty, and and embracers fifteen seventy five. How do you guys feel about the rating requirements now that we're seeing? Like, like I mean, you look at uh, what's the lowest uh, title you can get. Um, I don't know the lowest title you can get in the arena seasons. That's down in like the fifteen hundreds. So like, that's like the top like twenty percent of people. It just feels like these these ratings are out of date with us starting at zero. Like we, you know, we used to start at fifteen hundred. These ratings kind of made more sense. What do you guys feel about that? I don't know about it. An opinion. <laughs> I don't arena, so I don't know. Fair, fair. It just. It's... I just think uh, the best system was in mists, where they just had no rating requirements. You had honor gear, conquest gear, gear. That was it. Bosh done. See, and I like that too. Like, I think that like that titles and mounts are plenty of a reward for it. Like, why? Why gate people out of just being able, you know, the rich get richer in this case. And if you don't start a season with, you know, the best gear from the prior season, you're going to be hurting quite, quite a bit. This is going to be the first season that I actually get to start with almost best gear on my characters moving in. It's only because I didn't buy any gear throughout the entire season. And it just seems kind of... Seems kind of it just seems kind of lame to start like that, and it just seems like I don't know. I like Wrath because Wrath you can get a lot of different armor from different PVE stuff too. So there's a lot of different ways to get your PVP pieces, but this is how it's going to go in. So we'll just have to see how it works out. And I think that's it for news, unless you guys have anything else to say on those. Oh. No, the dogs do. Nope. <laughs> All right, well, let's move into the 
Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? All right, so this discussion this week is an interview with with Metagoblin. First off, I want to get to know a little bit about you and your and and your background in WoW. When did you start playing WoW proper, like the first time? Um, well, I seem to remember a very long time ago. My dad had bought World of Warcraft the game discs and actually someone else's account um, from one of his friends because he wanted to play it. And then that's basically how I started playing. So basically I started playing World of Warcraft illegally by breaking terms of service because, yeah, my dad bought someone else's account. And he didn't even play it. He's the one, like, (laughs) he has got me a lot about playing World of Warcraft too much these days. And he's literally the one who got me into it about, (laughs) well, during very vanilla days a long time ago. That's Man, he got started out on the, on the dark side, you know? It's really... Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we can't really talk because I had come from playing Ultima Online and games like this, and I basically put myself through through college selling accounts and in-game stuff. So I sold Ultima Online uh, accounts. I sold my... Oh, this is, I feel so bad saying this, but I sold my... Uh, my Jedi account in Star Wars Galaxies to fund my my move to Los to Los Angeles. Oh yeah, you played uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Who me? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very very briefly. Yeah. Not not that much. Uh, I made a video about it once. Actually, okay. Yeah. I I was one of the first Jedi. Like I got lucky. Oh gosh! Any chance Bob gets to tell us that he was the first one of the first it, Jedi's? It only took me nine, uh, nine professions because I knew five of them uh, from from holocrons, and I actually made a fortune selling the like four extra holocrons that I had gotten. For some reason, I was a beastmaster or whatever, and I could kill these crazy big guys. I forget what planet it was on, but they dropped the holocrons like. I mean, it was like one out of every 10, 10 kills. It was nuts. Like, I got so, so, so lucky in that game. But yeah, so back to like selling of accounts. Like, I didn't even realize that was against terms of service in vanilla. And we sold our first <laughs> accounts when, when we, when we quit uh, during NAX and then ended up the account I have now is the account that I got back. I found out that that was taboo and never did it again. But, yeah, we're definitely not innocent here. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, so okay, so that was vanilla then, right? When you first started? Yeah, then I think I got my own laptop about the Raffalich King days. That's when I started playing it much, much more. Um, played Cataclysm not that much, to be honest. That was when I was becoming a rebellious teenager. <laughs> uh, in too much time. Chasing girls, not chasing girls. Olympics. Yep, yep. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Time for MMOs and girls. That's very difficult to balance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Unless uh, you I get your girl to play. BFA before I quit, I then went back to classic. Basically. Okay, so so BFA was out. That's when that's when they announced classic was coming, right? I think. Yeah, I was already playing on uh, vanilla private servers for a good three three years before. Uh, classic actually came out though 
Gotcha. So okay, so you played you played up through BFA, but then uh but then you started playing private servers, right? So Yeah, yeah, like the Spalrius and whatever they turned into Elysium and Lights Hope Chapel, everything like that. Okay, so so they're basically that like you were like coming back to classic for sure, bar none, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like, like, like basically, I'm trying to think when that's when it all started. When Elysium was not Elysium, the big one was Nostalris was shut down. Basically, yeah. That's what got the ball started rolling to actually get classic made. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, pretty much. I can't remember all the details. I did make a video about it once, like a bit of a documentary about how it went from, you know, Nostarius and how it went into Classic WoW. The devs got uh, interviewed by Blizzard and taken to Blizzard campus and they had to sign all these non-disclaimer things about what they'd been uh, talking about there and how Classic was going to be a thing and but like Blizzard were taking too long, so then they decided, oh, we're just going to sell the, well, not sell, uh, release their core of Nostarius. And then, like, then loads of private servers popped up after that using the <laughs> Nostarius core. Yeah. I, why, why Blizzard didn't hire a couple of those guys right then and there is beyond me. But I think that they just still didn't think Classic was going to be big. I think they, they still believed it was a small, a small player base. What was your favorite expansion out of them all? Um, yeah, I talk about this quite a lot. It's it's difficult. I think I've got about three answers. Are going to be I'm going to be awkward. <laughs> I think Mr. Pandaria is the one that I played the most. Like I I played from start to finish nonstop. Um, I was mainly playing PvP. I didn't play any PvE for the whole two years. Um, I want to play Cataclysm the most just because I barely played it, so it's like the most fresh of me. I think overall, I kind of like I like Raft the most. The only issue is I played a lot of Raft on private servers, so it's, it's not as fresh. Yeah, yeah. Wrath Wrath is definitely my favorite. Then Classics my second. TBC is probably my third. But what about Wrath makes it the one that you like the most? Do you think? Um, well, it's just when things become a bit more streamlined, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, classes aren't like one button for. <laughs> Pressing one button for three hours, like on your raid night, you know, classes are more interesting and raids are way more interesting. You've got your heroic modes, which are way more difficult and more fun. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's different hard modes in Ulduar and even SARS three Drakes. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of real cool things, and the gearing process is a lot different. Like, there's a lot that I just really like about Wrath, and yeah. Lots of classes viable. Everything's not like group buffs, so you're not getting stuck in the shit group, you know, when you're when you're raiding, which I think in TBC is the worst. It's like, oh, yep. I'm in this group. If only I was always in the Shadow Priest group. Love my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So uh Okay, so um do you have a preference, Alliance or Horde? Are you uh big into either of them? No, not really. Uh, I think I started playing Alliance, then I play a bit of Horde, and then play a bit of Alliance, then a bit of Horde. Like I've not really got a obsessive faction allegiance or anything. <laughs> Overall, I like Alliance cities the most, and I like Horde races more. 
That's basically it. Yeah, we're Alliance at the moment, but we have been... Horde from time to time, so we're uh, definitely liking both of them. Can't, Bob. (laughs) It's so much fun. Oh, man. But so, okay. Yeah. We usually have people come on that are pretty, uh, that are pretty like set in what they love. But uh, you and uh, you and uh, Scotty J are like, well, whatever, play whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? How do you feel like private servers impacted the way that you played classic, right? Because you had already played a lot of vanilla private servers, right? Do you think it helped you in playing classic? Do you think it made it less exciting for you? Um, yeah, I, I definitely can confidently say that I do no longer enjoy leveling a World of Warcraft because I've just done it so <laughs> much. I'm, I'm done with it. That warriors that is the last time Did I'm you, ever going to do it. Okay, so I really am just, I'm just not a huge like leveling guy. I like to get to yeah. like the end game, but I did enjoy the uh, the. Uh, the hardcore challenge. Did, did you ever try any of that? Yeah, I got to got to twenty nine. Got really, really drunk. Went into one of the <laughs> night elf caves and got utterly obliterated by this mob that it had. It would renew itself and cast heals on itself constantly. <laughs> I don't know what the mob name is, but I was like, what, "What's going on here? <laughs> like, this is not fair." It's just this mob was just cheating, basically, and I was like, "Game over." <laughs> I feel you there. I died at 35, drunk. 29, drowned, drunk. Uh, oh, God. Then I died at 19, wasn't drunk. Then I died at 8, wasn't drunk, was just rushing. And then I finally was like, all right, slow and steady. If I'm drunk, I'm going to fish or do, you know, professions. And then I finally made it to 60. <laughs> but yeah, drunk killed me uh, quite a bit. And, uh, but it, it made leveling actually a lot more fun for for me than it had really ever been. It's like I'm using the, hardcore, the vendors. The oh yeah, well, <laughs> drinking always just made it go by faster, you know, and a little bit more cheeky and fun. Yeah, no, it was a good time. All right, so so uh, all right, well let's let's talk about your content. Is Classic WoW the first time you've made con- content, or did you make content for games prior to this? Uh, no, I've been been making YouTube videos since I was sixteen, so about a good ten years ago. Started making PvP guides for it would have been the trooper class in Star Wars Road Republic. And then when the pre patch for Mop came out, that's when I transitioned to making kind of unholy death knight PvP guides and PvP montages, which were started off pretty terrible. Like I started making <laughs> PvP guides while I was still a clicker. If you can believe that. Oh well, nice. <laughs> so that was quite embarrassing. But by the end of Mop, I was kind of like half decent. So if we get to Mop, I shouldn't go back and watch your old PvP guides on uh, how to start out. Well, I did a massive deleting rampage. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody can find these ever again. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if the way back machine would would work on that. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were at least stuff. on your bars, right? You didn't have to like open your spell book and click, right? Well, no, it wasn't that. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> there were people that were that bad. I had a friend that didn't know you could hold down the 
the right mouse button and look look around. So for the first like 18 levels, he was just looking at the ground as he keyboard turned and walked around and clicked things. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was also the Bye. same guy that then learned that, but then finally learned that he hadn't trained since the starting area. And he was level 40. He was a priest. He was just using all the same spells he got from the starting area when they actually told him to trade <laughs> listen back in the day nobody really knew how to play <laughs> yeah mm. <laughs> all right so uh what sets your content apart from others like you do a like lots of people just kind of do just guides really but you do things like you know top 10 meme specs and ex and 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 exploits and my personal favorite was the one where you did pop culture references in wow because like there were ones that i had did not know i knew a lot of them like the kroll uh glaive inside uh molten core under the lava like i know kroll because i grew up on it yeah but like those are really cool (laughs) (laughs) almost first time i watched that was four o'clock in the morning um which has been like (laughs) i was just on tv and i was like i didn't want to go to bed because i was just you know, get this, got the spins after a night out. Put, <laughs> it was at that point I put anything on that was on. <laughs> no, man, I, I grew up on that, like, like movies like that. Cause my dad was real big into all the sci-fi fantasy stuff. And so I remember seeing that when I was little, but yeah, what sets your content apart? Well, I mean, like, I guess with that video, you know, it gave me an excuse to talk to something other than World of Warcraft for once. I think that's the only thing. I guess that would make my content a bit different to other people's as I do actually uh, try to talk about something else other than World of Warcraft for a change. Because I have been doing it for like, you know, a good 10 years. I even got to a point when I've been doing YouTube for two or three years, I actually transitioned into making videos about uh, Skyrim and Oblivion, like mod modding videos and uh, review videos on Elder Scrolls games. Just because I got so bored of making WoW videos, but now I'm not going to do that again. But um yeah, I always try to talk about something else. Like so occasionally, I'm going to make a video not about World of Warcraft. It won't get any views, barely, but uh, I'll do it anyway, just because I need to break down a uh, break the what would you call it the grind of just making my videos, you know, all all the time. Yeah, yeah, doing the 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 wild stuff. Like you guys do God's work, because I mean, I do a show once a week and. You know, you guys are doing all these different you know, video, everything. Like, it's it's a lot of work. Like, what I do is just talk about what's going on in World of Warcraft. And you guys do the actual work, so definitely appreciate it. But, like, does that bother you that, like, the YouTube algorithm, like, just basically cuts your videos out, like, that aren't, you know, that don't actually pertain to your channel? Yeah, it's it's a bit annoying. It reminds me a little bit about what uh, Stay Safe was talking about in a stream the other day about how MMO players they generally just normally only play WoW and that and that's it. Whereas like, and if you're a you know a World of Warcraft streamer, you stream anything other than WoW. Like when he streams his uh, Pokemon Nuzlocke challenge, he actually loses followers. But if he was an FPS streamer, like he could stream a bit of Fortnite one night, a bit of Call of Duty the other night, a bit of PUBG the other night and people wouldn't really bat an eyelid people wouldn't be that bothered but like 
the World of Warcraft audience, they really stick to their own guns. They're all like, they're just in their own little bubble, like, oh, this video is not World of Warcraft, unsubscribe. Yeah, uh, that is that weird, is right? Annoying. Yeah, because you would think yeah. that, like, they might be into other stuff, but MMO players usually stick to, like, the one game. That is a good point. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, most, like, YouTubers who've transitioned to making, you know, started off making WoW videos or making a video about another MMO, they transition to making videos about all MMOs, and that's pretty much all you can do. Like, if I start making videos about non-MMO games tomorrow, like, I probably kill my channel pretty quickly in the space of about a month I would say damn yeah um alright well uh you you also stream so uh yeah yeah sometimes <laughs> I try to fit it in if I can um I don't I'm not really like I never like being called a streamer though to be honest like I never really see myself as that I only really stream because the YouTube comment section is pretty pretty terrible it's just full of Oh, it's horrible. People who are either just thick as shit or just really, really horrible. Um, and then there'd be like one, well, what, there'd be one comment from my friend Nick. That'd be the only positive one in the entire video. <laughs> getting it going. Um, just focus so, on Nick's yeah. comments. Yeah, I just, I just read his. And that's the <laughs> main reason I stream. So I actually have a way to engage with the community because I'm not, I'm not looking at that comment section a lot. I'm not going to lie. It's be. hard. Yeah, it is really hard. And then, then you like, you know, with me, I'll have a couple of bevs, it's late nights, and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going to reply to some YouTube comments. And I'm like, I shouldn't have replied to YouTube comments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's a bad idea. Yeah, I get a little cheeky. But uh, yeah, YouTube comments are horrible. Like we get, like we have the vast, like I've talked about this before, we have the vast amount of people that like, that are our, our, our audience are on the audio side. And they're so nice, like they're so kind. They send in all kinds of nice stuff, and then our YouTube, which is really small, like we get just hate comments. Like it's such a different crowd that that consumes YouTube comment as opposed to podcast listeners. And I think podcast well, listeners are like older. YouTube, YouTube, it also makes it very easy to comment on a specific video, right? Like podcast listeners have to go in and make a you know rating and review right it's not as easy as a just True. like i'm watching this video and i'm going to type my thoughts about what you're saying right now because you're stupid <laughs> i'm sure we'd have i'm sure we'd have a lot more if there was an interactive chat in uh our podcast episodes Let's be maybe honest. yeah yeah if you could like on itunes or something leave comments per per video but yeah, people love no. that though no i don't think so well i think People in general that are like yelling at their, you know, car radio as they're driving to work, listening to the podcast, because I know they do. Oh, you yeah, so We also catch them when they're doing something else. So it's not as easy for them to go in and comment, right? You're driving. You shouldn't be typing and driving. True. I bet some but. people do, though. We get some, we get, get some emails that are pretty interesting. But, uh, so. How long does a typical video take for oh, you to make? Yeah, good call. Oh, it's always impossible to answer. <laughs> you know, some videos you can get out really quickly and like require about three hours work and then others require like, 48 hours of work. At, at that point, you're literally spending about three hours per minute of uh, editing. Yeah. Whew. That's you, rough. 
is like everything you do self-taught? Yeah, I've I don't have an editor, I don't have a Photoshop artist. I just kinda watched videos on YouTube, taught myself. Uh it's just yeah, just a total one man band. And uh, I'm always gonna keep it that way. Yeah. Nice, nice. What's your favorite type of videos to make about WoW? Like I know you like making the other types of content as well, but is there a specific like type of video you like to make? Um I think I like making them all fairly fairly equally to be honest. Uh yeah. unless I've like found something like uh, this week or the next week. Um I'm working on like a quest prep guide for Raffle Lich King so you can like turn in loads of quests when Raff launches and get ahead of everyone. I've got quite a lot of like info that I don't think, you know, people are really thinking about. I'm kind of like really excited to make that video because I think I'll be, you know, making a video about stuff that people will be like, oh, I didn't know about that, you know. Yeah. I feel like you're ahead of the game than, there. Yeah, rather than just making, let's be honest, a video that some other YouTuber has probably already made or is it going to yeah. make, if you get if you get a video out first, they're going to make it. The, you know, the day after. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the name. To make game. another one about RFD, you know, because that really hasn't gotten very much traction on YouTube. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! So, what's like a typical stream can consist of? I am fine that I don't really like to stream unless I'm drinking. <laughs> if you, honestly, if, if <laughs> yeah. I'm being honest. Well, I do have my boozy streams, but I'm a. <laughs> I'm on a good streak at the minute. Like I, I was drinking last night, actually. That's the first time in a good month. Um, yeah, I do. I do have my boozy streams. There, they can be quite crazy sometimes. I remember one time, I was, I was just so shit faced. I think all I had was the webcam on, and I was just dancing in my own. <laughs> and uh, Stay Safe comes into my chat, and I look at him in the chat, and I'm like. That's not Stacey. Fuck off. That's an imposter. <laughs> and just carried on dancing. But it was actually him. <laughs> yeah. yeah awesome. I remember one time checking out your stream and it was you and Scotty J and you were trying to do dead minds. Uh, oh, and yeah. you guys were just like drinking and like, I don't, I don't even think you, did you get to the first boss? I don't even remember. Like, <laughs> I remember I was even playing the game. I remember going home with half my hair on my head. Oh no! Tell us, yeah, tell us that story. Oh man, uh, I think I think we're talking about Peaky Blinders, and then we we, we decided like, why don't we get Peaky Blinder haircuts right now? And then Scott went and got his clippers. He started oh, doing it, shit. and I was like, "You're not doing a good job here." So I started doing it, but I didn't realize I'd yeah. I'd, I'd, <laughs> Way too far up with the razors. Oh, the peaks so, fucking yeah. blinders. Love that show. Man. I so is it Scotty Jay? See the bad influence, Scotty? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it got to a point where <laughs> I had to actually unfollow him and not follow his streams because every time I saw his face, I wanted to get copiously drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't used to like alcohol that much before, before I met him, to be honest. <laughs> He came onto our show and um, Bob goes, I'm going to go get a drink. And he was like, oh, well, I wasn't going to drink. I was going to quit, but I'll quit tomorrow. Okay, I'll go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They really twisted his arm. Well, he's got the bar right oh, yeah. there, you know, right next to his like streaming setup. He's got a, he's got a pretty cool setup. My, uh, my old GM is in the chat. He uh, just brought, brought up another good point. Sometimes I do get guests on stream. 
Uh, my mum's been on stream, my stepdad, my sister, nice. loads of characters you probably wouldn't expect. Oh, we have we actually have a question in chat uh, from Viscount. Um, uh, why do you think there's such a prolific amount of 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 British YouTubers making WoW content? I mean, it's because they have really cool accents. Huh? Does that mean a, a, a lot of them are not a lot? A lot. Like. A lot, I a think. Lot. Um, I honestly don't watch a lot of YouTube, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, because I spend so much time making videos and, you know, my life just is, you know, YouTube content. Like, when I actually go to YouTube, I'm, I don't want to watch World of Warcraft videos, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't okay. even create, I really watch is Scott, to be honest, to be fair, and a, and a few others. I didn't realize there were many Britbongs, to, to, be, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, there's th- a lot. Well, I think, I mean... The British, I mean, EU as a whole is just better than NA as far as PVE content goes, right? Am I right on that? I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. As far as World First and everything else? Um, I don't know. I thought it was fairly mixed. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, see, I always thought it was skewed to the, e- to the EU side. Well, I mean, like the, on the World First, big boys on retail, uh, I'm pretty sure that's an American guild. It's not uh, limited. Oh, yeah. Retail, but talking about classic here <laughs> yeah, i don't really follow like all the like you know the high min maxing guild world first kind of thing that much i will stream the uh the world first launch but the world first race when when it does come out but i will be bringing on someone to co-commentate with me so i can just sit there and get drunk and they basically carry the stream <laughs> that's that's the way to do it smart smart did you know Scotty J before you guys, or did you guys meet through content creating? No, no. Um, he asked me to come on his podcast uh, you know, a good year and a half ago, I think. Yeah. Just before, even before TBC got announced. Yeah. Because nice. yeah, he was starting a podcast up with Itzy, I think it was, back back then. And then it, he, just, he just didn't keep it going. And he's got the new podcast now, Dalaran Sewers with Rugs. I haven't seen a new, like, I went on as episode one, but I haven't seen a new episode in two weeks, so I'm hoping that's still in the works and still a go. Yeah, I think they just had to change who they were bringing on or something. Yeah, dude. Mm. Getting guests. Been delayed a little bit. Yeah, getting guests and getting all the times worked out is the hardest part of this show, but it's so worth it. Okay, so, um, so do you only stream classics? Do you... I mean, you stream dance streams. You've, you've told us that, but uh, <laughs> besides um, dancing and classic, is there anything else? Sometimes I do like to stream like a different game at the end of the night. I, I had this uh, phase where, yeah, I'd, I would stream like uh, some some like old nostalgia games from my childhood at the end of the stream for a couple hours, like the old Harry Potter games, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, uh, things like that, The Witcher. Yeah, I never What's played anything but The Witcher 3. Witcher 2 and 1 were too hard for me. Yeah. What's your favorite yeah. non-MMO game? Do you have one? Um, That's difficult. It's <laughs> probably going to be... Yeah, it's probably going to be Oblivion. It's, it's, a, it's a close call between Oblivion, The Witcher 1, and Witcher 3. Witcher 1 is terrible when it comes to the actual gameplay, but when it comes to like story and atmosphere, there's, like, there's no contender. Um, yeah. And I just, I love Oblivion for mainly just how the RPG systems work in, in Oblivion. I think it's just 
that's perfectly how you make an RPG, like the leveling and skill making and everything like that. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I loved duping, you know, you know, in Oblivion, where you could just like dupe an item and just thousand of them would go out and almost break my Xbox. Yeah, yeah I remember that back <laughs> in the day. Oh, uh, so are you excited about Sky Oblivion then? Or have you heard of it? Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been I've watching that too. When it comes out. Yeah, I'm I am excited for that. I've been watching them go, but I'm just like, oh, they need to go faster. Yeah, uh, I should be able to get early access to that because I've talked to the the lead dev. I've sort of well, made my presence known. He says, yeah, like because they give it out to creators, um, like early releases. I should be able to get that and stream nice. it. Uh, dude, I should reach out. Oh, I'd love to do that. Um. Oh, I lost my train of thought. You got me all excited about Sky Oblivion. <laughs> anybody, uh, anybody l- listening that doesn't know what Sky Oblivion is, it's a remake of o- Oblivion using the uh, the. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on next game. Sky- Skyrim engine. Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah, so they're using that engine, and it looks amazing. It looks better than Skyrim too. Like. Skyrim with all the mods, like it looks really good. So, if you're uh, interested in that, check out Sky Sky Oblivion. Um, so, what are your plans for the future? Because you know we don't really know what's going to happen after Wrath. Like, what are your plans for content going forward, yeah, Wrath, and then after? I think Classic has definitely has an expiry date of like um, being able to be a, a classic YouTuber. Um, yeah, I think when Classic is done, it just won't, there won't be enough interest in Classic for, well, me personally to make a living, probably. So I'm going to have to, like, well, either go back to work and get a proper job <laughs> again, or uh, I'm going to have to shift to making more general MMO videos, maybe make videos about Ashes of Creation or anything else that happens, um, you know, anything else new that comes out. And I'd like to make a, a second channel, hopefully, that would be more of a general gaming channel, not an MMO channel. Yeah, those are so hard to get started, though. Uh, general gaming, like podcast too, like anything general like that is so hard to get off the ground. But uh, maybe a Warcraft Arclight Rumble content oh, channel. Yeah, I was thinking maybe making videos about that because no one else will want to. <laughs> yeah, right. But it'll be a huge market. Like it'll probably be l- like larger than classic and, and retail combined. You know, like Clash yeah. of Clans was a huge market. Like all these mobile games are ruining our games, our real games. <clears throat> so, all right. So we got a little bit of extra time. Do you want to talk about some of the things you're excited for in Wrath or? Um, well, I'm just excited for it to. I'm just excited to play Death Knight. Um, as much as I like Classic and and TBC, it, I have not been able to play my actual main class. So I've been, you know, class hopping quite a lot, trying new things, and I've enjoyed the classes I've played. But like, nothing is just on like the level of Death Knight for me, like personally. So I'm definitely looking forward to actually playing my class. So are so are you excited that we're going to get him in pre patch? Yeah, definitely. I can properly prepare him for the for the rough launch because uh, I will be trying to. Well, I won't be trying to go for realm first death night, but uh, I'll try and get in, like top five. Nice, nice. 
Yeah, do you What's think your it's... favorite class outside of Death Knight, like that you've played in Classic? You said you liked playing the warrior, mm. leveling up, but yeah, I definitely say it's the warrior now. Um, I think the class I enjoyed the most in Classic was probably the hunter. Um, just, but not really in raids. More, more like leveling. Mm. Uh, I really, I weirdly enjoyed. I think I've weirdly enjoyed the new classes more than the. The, uh, the original classics, uh, I've played a lot of de- uh, Demon Hunter and, and Monk um, back when I used to play retail. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've, see, I quit like mid Kata, so I never even got to play Monk or Demon Hunter. But Monk sounds like it'd be up up my alley. Does, does Monk, what's the resource that Monk uses? Is it energy? Uh, yeah, energy and, oh God. I think depending on what spec, you've got different ones. Oh, really? As well. Yeah. It's a bit like a Death Knight, I guess. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah, because Death Knights, don't they have two resources? Now I'm remembering. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, the rune system has changed like so much since Wrath. In Wrath, yeah, you have runic power and runes, but then like your runes will. Whenever you use a rune, they will. Definitely instantly start regenerating, whereas they changed that in other Cataclysm and Mop, Mop, where only three different types of runes can regenerate at once. And then eventually they just change it to the point where there's no specific type of runes. There's no Frost Blood or Unholy Runes now. It's just all either Unholy Runes or Frost Runes or Blood Runes, depending on what spec you play. Nice, nice. All right. Well, I don't know much about Death Knight. I don't know. Like, what is it that makes Death Knight the most fun for you? Like, why do you like Death Knight so much? Um, it's like playing an Affliction Warlock, but you don't have to wear a dress and cast spells, <laughs> basically. Because um, it's a very, very pet-focused and dot-focused class. Well, if you play in Holy anyway, um, which is the best spec and only spec that people should play. Because, um, yeah, it, it is a lot about snapshotting darts and snapshotting your gargoyle. And there's just loads of like little min-max tricks you can do. It's not just a class where you just spam buttons and that's it. There's, there's yeah. always like... Maybe for more nifty things you can do to it. Maybe for people that don't know what snapshotting is, maybe do a quick ex- explanation of that. Um, yeah, so like when you apply a dot, it, ta- it you man- the reason why it's called snapshotting is you know, imagine it takes a picture of your character sheet when you apply the dot. So whatever strength you have, um, that will influence the damage of that dot. But then you can exploit that just with like a trinket proc, for instance, you've got, if say you've got, you know, a trinket that increases your strength by 500 for 20 seconds, when that proc is about to fall off one second before, you can put your dots up again, but then it will trick the dots into thinking, oh, well, we've been buffed by this increased damage, and we'll continue to do the buff damage for the duration of the dot. So you can gain like, mm. say your dot lasts 20 seconds, you can get 40 seconds of buffed dots rather than just for 20 seconds. And the difference between snapshotting and rolling dots would be if rolling is allowed, it would mean when you reapplied the dot, it would still keep that snapshotted dot, correct? Like that's what yeah. well, we don't know if Rath's gonna something like that. Oh yeah, we don't know yet if Rath's gonna allow that, but some private servers have. There's been a lot of talk about that. Yeah, they definitely eventually got Festering Strike and Cataclysm, Cataclysm as well, where it was an ability that increased the duration of your dots. So you'd put your big dots up, uh, refresh them before a Trinket Proc goes off, but then you'd keep that dot going for even longer with Festering Strike. So you've got like that buff dot 
I don't know if you could keep it going infinitely, but I think you can keep like a buff dot going for over like a good minute. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> but they used to be able to do it in oh, patch 3.2, where the glyph of pestilence would just uh, refresh, it would refresh your dots like it does now, but also keep the uh, buff damage um, going and going and going and rolling rolling over. But they, they removed that in patch 3.3. So I know, I know a Death Knight can't do it. I think other classes potentially could. Yeah, we got uh, Bicon and Chad asking if uh, there's going to be any uh, content creator privilege in your guild. And I don't know about uh, you, but I, I see I a lot of. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I get, I get the opposite of content <laughs> creator privilege. Same, same. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I don't um, think there's a lot of content creators besides like maybe a stay safe or an S fan that. You know, as been gold to get like fed stuff. Most of us don't get fed anything, and actually, people kind of look down on us being the content creator in the group. You know, yeah. I mean, my GM's also playing a holy death night, so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't <laughs> really You're not getting any prior there. Yeah, yeah. Most likely not. Content creator privilege does not exist. Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, any final thoughts? Before we uh, start start closing this up, anything? We're about uh, to... Don't drink and play WoW. <laughs> <laughs> I do not... Don't drink and hardcore challenge. Yeah, that... Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be on board for that. All right, so uh, do we have an add-on of the week? Do you have any add-ons that you really like? Ladies and gentlemen, this is our add-on of the week. My favorite one is, uh, I think it's called Spell Checked or Spell... In fact, let me let me look very quickly. Um, it's basically a spell checking add-on in-game in your chat box. It's an absolute godsend because um, I'm always spelling things wrong. We wouldn't expect it being an English <laughs> literature graduate, but I'm always spelling things wrong. Boy, I, I thinking, need that, When you said dude. that, I was thinking of like like spells that you're casting like checking that was what i was thinking too and then it's like legit just like a word spell check dude i actually need that like that would help me out a ton i i i read it oh it's it's called sorry it's called a misspelled misspelled Mm. okay yeah i'll have to to check that out because i'm all the time like sometimes i'll just type it into google then i'll go back and type it in (laughs) because i'm just like I don't know if this said look right. And sometimes I just don't care to. Huh? <laughs> just act like it was a typo, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to, I think we're going to start winding down. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. If you want to send us something longer form, you can send your emails to WCR Podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to interact with the hosts of this show or any other mash those buttons show you can join the discord by going to mash.gg slash discord how can you help the podcast the best way is to tell people about the podcast tell your friends tell your guild it gets that gets the word out and uh yeah if you really want to help the podcast you guys will all reach out to yip and tell him he must come back because we're gonna miss him 
and Sunwell is coming out, and we're going to, you know, the raid updates of our trials and tribulations just will not be the same without Yip giving that story. So reach out to him and tell him to come back. Mel, where can we find you? You can find me on Mel Overwatch, or you can find me game on Mel Arena. Awesome, awesome. And Metagoblin, where can we find you? All the places. Uh, it's just Metagoblin on YouTube, on Twitch. Oh, somebody, somebody, somebody else getting Metagoblin on, the Twitch. on Twitch? Somebody stole your name? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I just, I just <laughs> haven't been bothered to like try and get my name, to be honest. Dirty bastards. <laughs> All right. You can follow me on Twitter at blazon underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You find me streaming time to time and definitely streaming our raids that's twitch.tv slash blazingbob it's also where we do the show here so definitely come and check us out and uh, thank you guys thank you Metagama for coming on and we'll see you next week bye no problem Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 